their storytelling strategy and innovative approach to how they fulfill their product took a $32 billion industry by storm in less than three years. Their current valuation is $1.4 billion. Let's dive into Away. Let's, Let's go. go. What's up, everyone? Sean Azari here. I'm with Matt Skopak. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Deep Dive, episode 33, where we find or identify businesses like Away and dive into their marketing and business strategies such that you can take these strategies and start implementing them yourselves. Now, Away started in 2016. Uh, Skopak, give a little context of the brands, where they're at today. Yeah before we dive into the definitely business. an awesome brand definitely it will represent and seem similar to another brand that we did maybe called warby parker away though for those of you that do not know they are a modern luggage company they took a an industry that was kind of stagnant boring hasn't changed in a while and they brought it into the year 2015 now 2020 and they did this with uh one of the main founders is uh jen rubio uh, so she had a big background. She was at Warby Parker, All Saints. She used to be in pharma. Um, she went to Penn State, and she basically. And there's two co-founders, by the way. There's yes. Steph, uh, Steph Corey, yes, yeah, Steph, Steph Corey, Corey and, and, Jen, and, and Jen Rubio. Rubio. Both actually worked at, believe, at Warby. At Warby. They, yep. It's like the new PayPal mafia. Yep. It's going to be the Warby, the Warby mafia. But uh, they basically created a luggage company that just basically the supply chain is incredible. What they kind of did at Warby, they brought it here with away. Um, in addition, though, they just made more stylish luggage that the common person, which people nowadays that love to travel. And let's actually identify SCO. Like, uh, SCO is Matt's obviously last SKO. name, abbreviation. It's not just a luggage company. Yeah, that was their main product. They actually created a travel company. They're really focused on travel, yeah. which they started their main center product was luggage, which they actually expanded to the other outlets that, you know, any yep. travel Backpacks, needs. Backpacks, they got... Um what are they called? The, the, the shoe cube that actually goes in a luggage. Yep. They have wallets. Wow. Anything that you go, you're going you're on the, the thing go. The fanny pack. I, I believe they had a fanny pack, but fanny pack yeah. Stuff. So they actually modernized, you know, the way Anything we travel. Anything that has to do with baggage or travel, and that's why we always talk about this. We're gonna go through our points now, but we love this company every time. I feel like when we pick a good company, we study it, and then we're like. And the hey, first year, how much they generated? They generated twelve million. About I think you said twelve the first year. million dollars in their first. Year. And in four or five years now, their point evaluation per their last raise last year, I believe, $1.4 billion. And, and the thing is that what they solve, let's, I mean, we'll, we'll, I know we're going to end those points, but what they really solve is like, imagine, you know, in the, back in the day, right? Before away, and it's still people do, right? When you're buying luggage, right? You're either going to Macy's, TJ Maxx, and so forth. You're just looking for anything, right? And perhaps you're just like, oh, it's a luggage, whatever, mm -hmm. right? And actually, and it's funny, what away actually solved a lot of the problems with today's luggage, not a ways, right? When you're traveling, right? When you wanna pack up sneakers, what do you do, uh, Matt? What I do is actually I put my sneakers in a plastic bag, mm -hmm. so my dirty sneakers, right? And I put it, just shove it in my luggage, especially my carry-on, or I put it in like an, an above zipper, which if it could fit, you just squeeze it in. And meanwhile, your shoes could be dirty. What they have, they have actually a shoe cube that fits perfectly in their thing. Also with laundry bags, when you have laundry dirty clothes, right? Mm -hmm. You're trying to find a way to put it in. I hope that the room I'm in has like an extra plastic bag or something. So they have a hidden laundry bag in their luggage. They are just providing solutions all the way. And also they just realize they're, 
And I think the way they started, one of the co-founders broke their luggage. That's how they found, I think she was, from, she was traveling back from All Saints. Um, she used to work at All Saints, which I guess was somewhere in Europe at the time. And basically her visa was up, so she was looking for a job and she was coming home. I think she was in Berlin, I want to say. And her basically her luggage broke. And that, like a lot of the ideas, that was kind of the start of it. Luggage broke, she wanted to complain. Right? What is she gonna go playing to one of the online big retailers where they just buy bulks of different brands instead of going directly to the brand? People buy from people at the end of the day. I keep saying that in every every podcast, right? People buy from specific brands that they can relate to, resonate with, and that's what we're seeing common with all these brands, right? The disruption of mattresses with Casper, the disruption of um, athletic or uh, all wool shoes with Allbirds. And we're seeing this with eyeglasses with Warby Parker, making yeah. it easily accessible to the consumer and also affordable. So with all that said, do you have any? No, we're gonna get context? into a lot more points, but I think let's fire it away with number one for you. Number one, create a standalone blog, which Away did that positioned themselves more of a travel company rather than just being a luggage company. So they created a, a blog called Here, which is also a magazine. I, I believe it's also a quarterly magazine where their actually initiative or a goal for this blog is to provide more value to their audience. And they're putting out like content regarding travel stuff. Like people love to hear about travel tips and so forth. Places, tips, things, everything. Like think about this, it's a standalone, meaning it's a completely different domain, it's a completely different Instagram channel. So they have their away Instagram channel, but they also have for their blog. So what are they doing here? They're creating a PR company, a media company within the brand they're adding more value to their brand by creating more of an audience, more growth, more email subscribers. What does that do for the brand, right? So you're, you're promoting, let's say, your blog articles, right? You're creating an audience there. That audience wants to travel. You could share that audience with Facebook. Facebook in the, in the audience, when you're creating audiences, you actually could share audiences between different ad accounts. If you have two different ad accounts between your domains, so people that visited the blog, you could share that audience with Away and then retarget those consumers with your product. So you're getting people that are interested in traveling, now you're building up more audiences, you're building up your email list in two different domains, and guess what that's gonna result to? You're a larger valuation for your brand. Yeah, and then I think big boys like Coca-Cola and all of them do this, guys. They are implementing their brand in people's heads. So maybe if they, a traveler's going on their site and they know that they see away or they see an ad on that site or whatnot, it's, it's going in your head. Whether you realize it or not, you're, you're becoming familiar with the brand. So when we talk about it a little bit later, they're basically recreating how people think, especially when they need two cases. Um, but let's go on to point number two. Look to stale, outdated industries or products when you are thinking about your next brand or idea. And this is something that Away did, and we see it with Warby Parker did, we see it with Casper. It's, it's, a, it's just basically an ongoing thing that we're seeing, and this is the future, is they looked to something that hadn't changed in probably 30, 30, 40 years, a suitcase. We all had the same experience. We would go, like Sean said, to Macy's, that's apartment store with your parents. You would see all the suitcase lined up, or you go to like Marshall's or TJ Maxx, and you would see like, a Samsonite black suitcase, or maybe a different color. Probably not, like a dark, ugly purple or a dark blue. And then that's how you would get it. You'd probably be paying between 75 and 100 bucks, usually. So what they did and what, um, what Jen did is she basically thought of, okay, suitcase, it's been the same. 
there's it hasn't hasn't changed at all. So how can we revolutionize revolutionize this? So create compartments, add uh, add cell phone chargers, uh, add a luggage bag. But let's think about it even further. What some other things we can do? How can we maybe give more upscale luxury? Maybe for a more valuable price. Well, for the think customers. about this also, Matt. Like what they noticed by digging research, all sorts that a lot of the luggages they're so marked up because a lot of the you know the, the retailers mm-hmm. are going through a middleman, right? They're going through a lot of different processes that eventually they, it costs them a lot to get, and then eventually they have to mark it up and so forth. So what they did is actually solve that. Um, issue and Matt, you're pointing at another. I know it's gonna be it's overlapping into your another point, yeah, which I don't want to. Point where we're gonna dive deep into. I don't want to uh, interrupt that, but what they really did is really you know cut the middleman and also made it easier and accessible for the consumer, right? Yeah. Before again, if you broke your luggage, right? Who are you gonna? If you bought at TJ Maxx, you didn't complain to TJ Maxx. TJ Maxx people, they don't care, right? But the people at away because it's their product, they care. They're hearing their customer feedback. Right, and then they all they're providing also a hundred a hundred day trial, uh, free returns, mm-hmm. which they actually provide you a return label um, if if it's one of the regions where they actually provide free shipping. So they provide they make it easier for the consumer to actually try the product. Exactly. So I mean, I think that's just just a good point to take away for all of you. If you're thinking and you always want to do something new, you want to start a business when you're when you're looking at things. If you look at an industry or product that hasn't changed in a while and think about how can I make this better, that's always a goal. And that's something that you should think about if you're really trying to start something is think about something that you like, enjoy. How can you make it better? Look at it from a different angle than everyone's been looking at it for the last 30 years. Perfect. Number three, personalization, customization is key. Find a way to make a way to customize somehow your product. So away, what they did is, uh, I was actually like previewing some of their IG stories, and while I swiped up for one of their products, and I didn't look at all their products if they all do this, but I, I believe they do, you could actually customize your initials, embed them into um, a certain part of the luggage, either on top of the luggage, in the middle of the luggage, you could decide on, you could choose different styles, right? I believe it's like up to three letters you could choose from at least the product that I was looking at. People want customization. I actually, I can relate to this because, you know, a lot of luggages look the same, right? And sometimes you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have that ugly tag on your bag to identify it, which you can never see, right? This is, they provide another solution to identify your bag easily, provide it anything you want. You wanna put your initials on, you wanna put something that means something to you. So that customization is huge. People love to customize things. I'm still trying to think of a way to doing that with my brand, Reborn, the, the art company. There's multiple ways of doing it. It's just, it, it can be very difficult. Yeah. I think Matt and I were talking about uh, him doing it for his brand, Sugar and Sometimes Kush. it's not, it depends on the product. Finding a product to do so. I was actually, so he has bath bombs, right? And I was like, can you engrave initials maybe into the bath bomb? Yeah, that, you probably can, but it's very hard. It might be costly. Yeah. So there's ways of doing it. It's just like how to make it easier for the brand as well. But if you can make it easier to consumer, that could be a huge win. If it's possible for whatever product or business you have, then it's definitely, definitely could be a great like added source of why people would choose your product. But for a lot of brands and a lot of supply chains, like it's maybe it just might not be feasible, especially starting out. So, wait if it's gonna work or not, but just another idea. 
So four, let's go. Reverse engineer how your customer thinks. And this is uh, just something that I love that Away did. So when I talked a little bit about the process of how luggage used to be bought, so right, your parents wanted the new luggage, you wanted the new luggage, you're an adult now, 22 years old, and you're gonna go to a department store or you're gonna go to Marshalls or somewhere like that and get a new luggage, not anymore. And why do I say that? You say you're on the travel blog or you're looking at a Away magazine or something like that, and now you're like, okay, I need a new luggage bag. And basically what Away did is they changed the way people think. So instead of thinking I'm gonna go to a department store or something like that, People now think, okay, I saw this, this cool luggage bag in someone's picture on Instagram or in the blog or in this magazine. Let, let me see what it's about. So, I mean, it's it's in a similar price range. They were probably around $100 in the department store. But, They're now 200 But the way people think now has changed because they, they know this bag is out there. And it just gives so much more options at a valuable price. So... What did Away really do is they, they reverse engineered how people used to buy luggage. And what and they, they complained about. And what they complained about. And they totally solved the problem. And they changed how people thought they needed to buy luggage, which is basically something that hadn't been done in 30 years. And like we said earlier, right? When you said reverse engineer the consumer, what are they thinking when they're packing their luggage? Laundry bag or when they're actually on vacation? Where are they going to put their dirty clothes, right? You're going to put it near your clean clothes. What are you going to do with your dirty sneakers that you just went on a run on a rainy day? Are you going to, and you're going to go, you got to actually catch next flight. Are you going to put it in a plastic bag? That looks ugly. They, they thought about all this. In addition, I believe some of their products or some of the luggages include a battery, an iPhone battery. iPhone which battery, yeah. charges their phone. All these things and a product that people are always, you're on the go, your phone's about to die, your luggage has a battery. So it's all these things that what consumers are thinking, they they figured it out, and also to make it affordable yeah. for the consumer. They don't wanna spend $1,000 on a luggage. You wanna spend like whatever, 200, 300. Yeah. So, but you want something also that they, they really focused on is they want something <clears throat> that lasts too, because we all know like those garbage bags from Marshalls or whatnot, they last for about three years in the back of your closet. They're ripped up, they either had the hole or like the thing breaks, wheel breaks, and, it, and it's gone. So they created something that was actually like a very luxury and, and strong, stylish luggage bag, but at an affordable price. So five. Number five, use IG stories to narrate your product. So uh, away, I was looking at a few of their stories and I love how they actually incorporate uh, their storytelling strategy there. And they do it all through on their phone, they do it on Instagram where they'll take a photo, let's just say, I shall read, I'll go, one, I'll go through one of them right now. Meet the daily carry-on with Pocket, which is their, their product. The next story, when you tap, it's the same image, but a, another copy right underneath the headline. Perfect for business trips, weekend getaways, and everything in between. Now, let me give you a tidbit on that. What they're doing is they're not gonna write it all. You might be saying, why don't they just write all the copy within one frame, within one IG story? That is too much to read, Within that 15 seconds, you wanna make it easier, you wanna narrate, remember, providing a narrative, right? Next story is now more details about the product, showing a laptop going into one of the pockets. And it's just, again, this is not even professionally made, all through probably one of the phones. Again, the same story, repeated twice, because they wanted to add more copy, not a lot of copy in the thing. So, 
and it, it's about, I believe it's one, two, three, four, at least five different stories before they say swipe up. They provide a narrative. They understand the consumer, what they're thinking, and they want to show the consumer. They want to narrate the product such that it solves the product, they can relate to it, and then they can be like, oh wow, this is a great luggage. I want to go buy it. So be creative, don't go all fancy, and again, going back to reverse engineering your consumer and the way they think, that's what you gotta do. And just play with your, your, just your phone, that's all you need is your phone to be creative. And it's the same product. I think the one you were looking at was like a computer case bag. So they showed first the style of it and what's like, why it's effective. Then they showed the lab, a big 13 inch laptop going into the bag. And then they showed multiple compartments. And then on the fourth one, they showed swipe up and it brought you directly to that product page, which I thought was cool. And so you execute right away. On, uh, on asking Before for you sale. go to the next point, uh, Matt, I was actually explaining to Matt, like, let's say for his brand, right, with your, your CBD brand, mm -hmm. right? You have um, droplets, right? Correct. CBD droplets. And I was like, you know what? This is like just a high level strategy. It's not like, it's not gonna be a corporate executor, maybe it will be, right? He could come up with whoever's doing the social media, they could come up with, like, let's say, uh, like a gingerbread cookie and identify, like, and make that a character, really cool thing, like meat. Mr. Gingerbread, blah, 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 like make it funny, like, right? And that'll be the first story, that'll be a headline. And the next headline, the same image, right? The dancing gingerbread helps lose weight, provides energy and so forth when consumed on a day-to-day -day basis. Next story, here's how to make it. One droplet and this, and then you just, you provide a recipe and then each time maybe put an ingredient, like, oh, this ingredient helps with this. Yeah and then swipe up to buy it and go to that landing page. Now you narrated something for that consumer, you made it in a fun way all through the phone. I think it's really cool, you could always think of different ideas of incorporating, that's why I always say, hey, take these strategies, you can incorporate into your brand. There's always ways of doing it. Yep. Just don't look how they did it, and it's like, okay, well that's a luggage company. It's almost like do too. combining like the narratives, you always see it on food recipes, all the different steps and different photo frames, short clips. It's like combining that with your product and the benefits of it and then swiping up at the end to buy it. So uh, I think point number six, identify overlap in your supply chain. So this is the one before that we kind of touched on. This is something that they brought straight from Warby Parker and you are going to see this in the future by basically every new company. Obviously the reason by, why me and Sean always choose e-commerce companies is because we believe the future of businesses, retails, um, well, just businesses and brands, it's going to be DTC, direct to consumer. It's gonna be e-commerce. Retail stores are on their last leg. I, I don't see how they're gonna last unless they're they done. evolve, which I, they're not evolving. Look at the registers that they have in their stores. They're fucking, they're, they're from like 1980 and they're, they're in black and with green lettering. Like, People are buying online and you said earlier, right? Exactly. The, the pandemic's expedited what was yep. already happening. Yep. Right? It's rewriting basically business is the pandemic's basically the final dagger. But what did they do at Warby and what are they doing here the way? They are basically condensing the supply chain. So let's, let's look at what used to happen with luggage companies. Manufacturer, those who made the luggage companies, changed and moved to a wholesaler who basically has this luggage brand and all different luggage brands then to a distributor, which is probably more of a regional supplier. So think about like a big United States wholesaler, a distributor might be only for the Midwest. And then it goes into a retailer, like a Macy's, Nordstrom's, uh, TJ Maxx, Marshalls, and then it goes to the consumer. So when you have all those different segments in the sale, what that means is, first of all, the price is gonna need to be jacked up 
to the customers because you have to give each piece of the layer of each segment a piece of the pie so that it is worth it so they can do their job. So what has Warby Parker done and what has Away done and what can you do as a business or brand? Cut out all the bullshit steps. What does Warby Parker and what does Away do? Manufacturer, DTC. And what they've been doing now is they've been creating brick and mortar stores themselves to sell the product. So the only thing between basically the consumer and the manufacturer is advertising and marketing. So this is the key thing. And this is why it is so important that me and Sean always talk about why do you need to create a brand? Because the, the days of people randomly walking into the department store looking for just luggage and being able coming across your brand, they're almost dead. So what do you need to do to be found online? You need to be create a brand presence that people associate you away with travel or suitcases so that they can come across your brand and buy. So why is this effective for away and why did it change how the whole industry is doing everything? A luggage bag that used to probably cost $500 like a Samsonite or something ridiculous that was just a piece of crap may now cost $200 from away, but the quality that you're getting is way far beyond it. It's, a, it's a, literally, if you look at the reviews and look at the quality of it, it's gonna last probably 10, 20 years. Like the reviews are phenomenal. They're all over Google. So this is the future for, for everyone that's trying to start a product or brand and wants to really grow it. You need to look at basically controlling your supply chain into one silo and taking out all the multiple segments because it, they're dead. It's not happening and then you need to create a brand that you can go with direct to consumer and provide value through efficient pricing, through efficient customer service, and to aligning with your customer's needs and value. And this is something that we've seen now in 33 episodes, probably 30 of the companies all do this now. All do it. And this is Warby Parker, this is the Away Playbook, this is the new style business that is going to be taking over for these small brands that within four years went from a startup to a $1.4 billion brand. That hasn't happened ever in the last 50 years. Look at these Coca-Colas and Targets and everything, Walmarts. They've been around since 1960-70. You never heard about them and they escalated and grew rapidly within the last 25 years. These brands are now growing rapidly within four years. Look at Tesla. It's unheard of. So you need to take route the, uh, take note of this. And if you really want to grow a brand and not just have one pizzeria, and there's nothing wrong with having one pizzeria or one restaurant, or you want to grow your brand significantly and make it the next thing that changes the way people live their lives or the way people interact, then you need to think this way. You, it's, you need to think about what's going to be around in the next 5, 10, 15 years. So that's why we always focus on e-commerce, and this is what the way is doing. And this is a big thing with supply chain, especially everyone like I know for myself, like get into retail. Well, also focus on direct-to-consumer and build that, should that be your model main. first. But it's not easy. And what do you have to do to be successful at direct-to-consumer? Create a brand. So that I leave you with that. Um, that was kind of a rant, but I think no, no, it's really it. important. I, I love it because there's so many brands to this day. I worked with them too, right? They're always thinking like, oh, how can I get, let's say just a skincare brand I worked with. I'm not going to name a client, right? I got to get in Bloomingdale's. I got to get a Space NK. Yeah. I got to get all this, these brands. And they're not even focused on like how, how easily accessible their product could be on their website. They're not even enhancing their website on a day-to-day basis. They're really not really focusing on their content marketing strategy. Their whole Instagram uh, right now is just showing PR. 
Like, oh, we were mentioned in uh, Vogue, we were mentioned in this. They're not leveraging it right. There's no story behind the brands, right? Because again, their focus is on all these retailers. And guess what happened during the pandemic? All these retailers shut down. Mm-hmm. Now you're stuck, right? You, you're Now you gotta go back to the strategy that you should have been doing. That it only yeah. expedited the process, the D to C strategy. Look, all you need is branding, 10 bucks to start, five bucks, create an ad account, run an audience. If you have a great product, if you're reaching, you're targeting the right audience, you potentially may get a sale. That's how realistic it is and just build that Shopify store. That's it, that's it. Before back in the day, yeah, I got the whole point that you have to go to these retailers to get your brand out, mm-hmm. but now you can just do it yourself. Yeah. Stop thinking old school. This is today's world, this is where we're, we're at, which is awesome. Yeah. So leverage that. And I wanna just give, give one more extra bonus is, which I love, we, we've seen a lot of brands do this, we talk about it a lot. Build an audience before you even launch. If you don't have a product right now, right, and you're thinking of launching a brand, mm-hmm. create the brand. Start Preach. creating content. Create Preach. the Instagram account, create the, uh, the Facebook account, Create your blog, start putting out content. So what Away did here is before even they launched a product, they partnered up with a bunch of uh, influencers and content creators to start hyping up about their brand. In addition, they had already travel photos and inspiration, mm-hmm. right, in their, their feed, which what people love to share, right? And with these Instagram influencers, they said, hey, before they even had the website up, all right, they had probably like a pre-sale or something like this. Hey, look, you can get exclusive access. They partner up, I forgot what influencer, to this product, right? Maybe with a discount or so forth, right? Go sign up, use this code, and you have exclusive access to the brand. They're already building an audience. Yeah. Smart, right? So they're already seeing, so once they launch that product, they could they already have an audience to sell to organically. So that's that's what you want to do. Don't just wait for the product and be like, all right, now it's now let's build a content strategy, which I never understand that. Like you could start now. That's it, so I think that was my uh, little pro tip, additional tip for you guys. Uh, anything else? No, I think that's it, guys. Episode 33, Away, great company. Learn about them, read about them, replicate them. But Sean, guys, if you like the video, give it a thumbs up. If you're listening to this on uh, an audio, uh, give us a five-star rating if you liked it. You know, if you're listening to iTunes and so forth. If you have any these questions, re- shout out. You can uh, hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, either one. At mscopac. Easier. Right at Sean underscore Zari. Uh, those are the best way to like send questions. Or um, again, if you're watching on different platforms, leave the questions video. in the videos, and we will see you next week. Ciao. Yeah.